Welcome to season four, episode four of the series, In the Valley of the Trees. Our focus topic is connecting with God. As a reminder, this is a progressive series. So please start from episode one of season four. There's someone that God really wants to hear this message because I'm being awakened around 425 a.m. and 430 a.m. to write it to write this message and the ones that I had before. I usually come out with something maybe every two weeks, but God's like, no, you're going to finish this. So whoever you are in the world, please get yourself together so that I can have a full eight hours of rest again, okay? Okay, that's all I'm asking, okay? (laughs) But all jokes aside, I must be obedient to how God leads me. And he loves you enough to use me as a vessel to tell you the message of today. I am a what I am what you may call a an eccentric person. I do not fit into anyone's box. I didn't always notice about myself and when I discovered it to be true, I used to be ashamed of it and I would basically dim my light or dumb myself down. So that I would fit in. I was miserable. Fitting in isn't my character nor personality. I am a free spirit. And I thank God for making me this way. Like many, I used to say, if God loved me so much, why did he allow bad things to happen to me? Well, he loved Jesus Christ. And he was murdered for our salvation by mankind. Could you imagine being God and that's your son and you see all of these people hurting your child and you can't do nothing about it because of the conversation that you had with him previously about either destroying the world but if he cared enough about the world then he's willing to sacrifice his own life and then your child thinking in the head bet dad I'm serious about this I die I die for them you like, this boy ain't serious. But Jesus was serious. And he sacrificed his life for us to give us a second chance. I hear so many people debate God's existence, Jesus' existence. But yet they still believe in science. Science talks about many things that are unseen. Yet we still believe. How do you know whether the things that we were conditioned to believe are even true. Mankind has crippled itself by putting limitations on the mind. If we believe that our body has a soul and a spirit, do you really think that what you see is what you get? In my opinion, an unsighted person has better vision than a sighted person. The unsighted or blind individual must use all other senses to visualize the world and must create those images in their mind. Many of you may disagree, but sound is their sight. This means that they can listen to your heartbeat, tone, body language, etc. to develop their version of you in their mind. You must have quite the imagination to make this happen and develop your own happiness. A blind person is powerful. They are not restricted by the biases of the world. 
I believe that a blind person illustrates faith daily. A blind or unsighted person is living proof of the scripture, 2 Corinthians 5th chapter, 7th verse. For we walk by faith, not by sight. And that came from the King James Version of the Bible. The internet has made me question many concepts and ideas that I was taught in school and over over my lifetime. And for those of you that don't know, I'm 44. I even used to question the existence of God during my darkest hours. He amazed me because it was during the darkest times of my life that God loved me and guided me to his light. Flaws and all, he loved me and still loves me as I am. But make no mistake, God hates sin. If you can help it, work hard to live a Christ-like life. I'm a work in progress and probably will be for the rest of my life or the rest of this life. Because with me, I believe that once the body dies, the spirit is free. Don't think for one second that this walk is easy. I have my daily struggles and sometimes I just stay home to avoid sinning. But it can find you with a call, visit, etc. I work from home, so, you know. For those of you that work from home, you understand my, strength, my, my struggles. For me to connect with God, I had to change the way that I saw. I made him tangible in my life because we are family and I love him. When I made God my family, I made him real. I developed a desire to spend quality time, gain a spiritual balance, communication through prayer and conversation, have intimacy through praise and worship, plus so much more. God is not just an idea for me. He's not. Again, he is my family. If you want to connect with God, you must make him real to you too. You have the free will to pretend that he is just an idea or make him who he is, the creator of all things. Some may say man created everything that we see. This is not true. If the inventor or worker didn't have the talent, ability, or health to do so, the item that you enjoy today would have never been created. God created mankind. But you need to connect with him to become spiritually awakened. Once you are spiritually awakened, you will hear the voice of God and feel lost or refuse to take another step without him. You must seek God's face for yourself. This world is creating so many things to latch on to when God has been the same yesterday, today, and forever. But hey... You don't have to take my word for it. I didn't think I was going to discuss a spiritual series, but this was his plan. And here I am. I wake up in the middle of the night to write what he puts in my heart. I love my connection to him. And I want you to know that I know that 
we all have our stories. We all have our struggles. You know, there are things that you think in your mind, nobody can be experiencing what I'm experiencing. But I promise you that you're not alone. People experience suicide, um, homicide, grief, you know, um, insecurities, doubt, frustrations, anger. We all have the same feelings and emotions. We just go through it differently. Also, we are God's children. You know, some people like, everybody ain't God's children. Who are you to say? And the Bible talks about the Jews and the Gentiles. And people are like, well, the Bible ain't accurate, this, that, and the other. And then you got other people making doctrines, this, that, and the other. I don't care how many of y'all buy the Bible, change the words, this, that, and the other. God's word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And one thing you can't take about take it take out of it is the goodness. You can't take that out. And the true word of God is honestly inside his people. See, even though it's not written down through our thoughts, words, and actions, we are the Bible in action. When we pray. This is the same thing they did in the Bible. We're, the, we're, we're actively, you know, the Bible just doesn't stop in the words in the Bible. And the Bibles that we have, you know, um, I don't know if they finally translated all of the Dead Sea Scrolls. But we have enough of the Bible translated that we can live a good life. And depending on who's translating, yes, they can change words around this, that, and the other. But why are you going to go through life debating all of this stuff? You know, the Ten Commandments, some of them are make a lot of sense. Thou should not kill. Well, don't murder nobody. That's pretty, sim- it's pretty simple. You know, thou should not steal. Don't take something that doesn't belong to you. Like, it's things in the Bible, you could just change that into regular everyday practices. Just be good. That's it. That's all. I, I, I don't understand why people want to, uh, to overcomplicate something that is a con- concepts that are just very simple. You know, don't fornicate. Don't commit adultery. Like, I don't believe in the Bible, so you believe in somebody sleeping with your husband or your wife? Well, no, I don't believe in that. Then that means you believe in God's word because he tell you in this Ten Commandments, don't can't commit adultery. So you believe God's word, whether you believe you do or not. As I conclude episode four, God had a message for me to give to all of y'all. And he gave it to me this morning. He did. I have not been back to sleep. I tried to go to sleep. I tossed and turned, could not go back to sleep. So I need all of you guys to listen to this message and hear what he wants you to know. It came from 1 John, the third chapter and the 18th verse. Again, this was at 425 a.m. 
And this is from the New International Version Bible. This scripture states, Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. In other words, God's telling you actions speak louder than words. And you love people for the right reasons. That's what I got out of it. I don't know what you got out of it, but that's what I got out of it. This was his message to all of you. I encourage you to read the entire book of 1 John, the third chapter. I did. It was, it was very insightful. Finally, if you don't know what true love is, read 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter. Jesus, is Christ, Jesus Christ's sacrifice of love and the fact that God gave you purpose shows you that he loves you. If he didn't love you, he wouldn't keep trying to save you. What do you do when you love somebody? You keep fighting. You keep fighting. You keep fighting to say, hey, I love you. You matter. I love you. You have purpose. I love you. You are forgiven. God is telling us this every day. And he's not forcing us to love him. But yet we find every excuse not to. And he actually wants something good to come to pass in your life. His purpose for your life is why you were created. I have people that will say, God sounds narcissistic. <laughs> My message to all of you is to let your guard down and let his love in. He wants you. He believes in you. He believes that you are enough and loves you in actions and in words. Develop your own personal relationship with God and you will have everything that you need in this life. Everything that you are looking for is inside of you. You're looking for yourself all over the world. All you got to do is look inside. Love yourself. Stop expecting you out of other people. Stop giving from everything inside of you and give from your overflow. In order for you to continuously have that good heart and keep giving and giving, you got to have someone that's pouring into you too. God wants to pour into you. God wants to love you. But y'all like to do crazy stuff like, I believe in the universe and let me charge my crystals and all of this other stuff. You know what? However you choose to do Or practice your beliefs in this life. Honestly, it's up to you. I disagree with them. But that's not my place. You know, to tell you you're wrong for it. Because at the end of the day, God gives you free will. So if you choose to believe in idols and elements and everything but him. At the end of the day, we're all going to see God's face in the end. And for those of you that believe in the ideas of supremacy and, and practice colorism and all of these other hateful, racist things that's out here, and then you call yourself a Christian or, or you believe that you're going to be in God's kingdom, but you treat his creation, which is mankind, people that look like you, meaning human, like garbage. I can honestly tell you, 
that is several scriptures that support the fact that you're going to be busting hell wide open. So I need y'all to, to have several seats. White supremacy is a dumb idea. Any type of supremacy over anyone is dumb. We're all human. You can have someone that's in a quote race that that the government has designed because they race used to not even be by complexions. Like all of this is like a Jedi mind trick that humanity just continues to fall into. We're human. We have organs, tissues, all of those things. And complexion doesn't make you any more, any less than the next person. I mean, if you're in the black race, the lightest shade of black is white. We've got double agents all over the globe. Like I'm Russian, I'm this, you're still black too. You're Asian and black, you're still black. Be proud of it. Stop allowing people around this world to demonize you. There is an anti-blackness that has been going on and God doesn't like it because it teaches the message of hate, not love. Understand this. Black history is 365 days. Every day is black history. We're celebrating black history in the month of February. And that's great. And it's bad, though, we have to have a month to celebrate our accomplishments and that they separate black history in America as if it's not a part of American history. Some of the greatest inventors were black people. But during those times, they may not have been able to own the patents for certain things. But if black people never came to America, the America that you have today would not exist. And I can promise you that. Our history of our ancestors, if you're of, and this is globally, our history did not begin with slavery. I want all of you to understand that. The world continues to rape Africa every single day. Even to the point of trying to steal the various countries' lands. The resources are being drained from the country, but because it's God's land, you can never, ever, ever deplete everything in Africa. Africa is the center of the world. Remove all the water. Bring all, the, bring all the, the countries together, all the nations together, and you'll see Africa is the heart. It kind of looks like a little heart in a way, but it's the heart of the earth. All of you that have melanated, melanin in your skin, you know the stories of old. Understand this. If any part of your melanin was not a part of you, you would not exist. Your black is beautiful no matter what color you are or complexion. Your skin can be white, your black is beautiful. 
You have beautiful white people, beautiful black people. We have beauty in all shades, countries, cultures. Mankind, you are beautiful. You are beautiful. Let's start spreading the message of love. I need everybody. I challenge all of you to do acts of kindness and love. Stop with the segregation and the separation. Stop allowing people to manipulate your minds. Wake up. Wake up. And reclaim your power. Stand up for what's right. If you see someone being harmed, stand up for what's right. Stand up for what's right. Stand up for what's right. That is God's love. God loves you no matter what. God loves you. Even in your sin, he still loves you. He hates sin, but he still loves you. You cannot say you love God if you don't know how to love. You can't say you believe in whatever you believe in because I'm going to tell you, it doesn't matter what your, your religion is. Love is a universal language. <clears throat> and if you don't understand this language, it's because your light has been dimmed and your heart has been hardened. But if you choose to intentionally do the work and heal from the trauma and the pain, I can guarantee you will live a much more fulfilled life. I know. I could have turned my pain into bitterness, but I choose God today. I choose God tomorrow. And I hope you do too. Just remember we're like a, we all come in the world as babies and we're different colors and we're innocent. We are taught hate. We are taught these things. And with public school education parents, I need you to please look at what they're teaching your kids in the early stages of their life. They're teaching the concepts of superiority and inferiority. They're teaching this in, your, in the public school education. Check out the history books. Read the lessons that your children are being taught. And for black parents across the globe, Show the children, remind the children of all the black inventors and all the good people that are across the world. Go to Ethiopia. Look at Ethiopian history so they can see people that look like them. Ethiopia was never colonized. And for those of you be like, Christianity is a white man. No, Christianity was in Africa before the colonizers got it. And don't hold, and, and this is the other thing, don't hold bad white people to the standard of that's what how all white people are. I have white people in my family, so I can tell you now that is not the standard. Learn to love people, period. But remind your children, and this for all of you, all you guys across the world, do your homework. I want you to know who Mary, look up Mary McClude Bethune, okay? Look up Frederick Douglass for those that don't know. Look up Martin Luther King Jr. Don't think that he just said, I have a dream and he was peaceful and all. No, he was an activist. He got tired. 
He wanted his children to have a good quality of life, which they deserve. Black people are peaceful people. The world or the, the media has always has always said, look at black on black crime. Well, white on white crime is called war. And everybody wants everybody to join in it. Actually, white on white crime is worse than black on black crime. But yet this idea of supremacy has infected the entire world like a disease. Wake up, people. Everyone matters. Everyone counts. The Aborigines in Australia being pushed off of their land. The dark-skinned Indian people versus the light-skinned people Indian. The light-skinned Indian people in India. Issues of colorism there. And down in, in South America, issues of colorism there. And for those that don't know, what you see on telenovelas, most Spanish people are dark. And they got a bad thing that's going on where they're trying to, quote, purify the race and all this other stuff to make you closer than white. But I need everybody to, 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 um, to, to do their history and find out that that picture of Jesus that we be looking at, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's Caesar's nephew. Y'all go ahead and uh, look that information up. It was a whole plot, a whole plot. And not that, and at this point, we shouldn't even be looking at a picture of Jesus. We need to look at the message that Jesus brought forth. But we need to end systematic oppression. We need to end white supremacy. We need to end any type of supremacy. We need to end colorism. We need to look at each other as brothers and sisters and help each other because the world has a disease called evil and it's infecting various people. Other names I want you to remember, Marian Anderson, look up these names, George Washington Carver, Sir Clifford Campbell, Booker T. Washington. Those are some names I want y'all to remember. Look up Maya Angelou for someone of this time. Look up Langston Hughes, people of this time. Look up Malcolm X. God took people that had a mess of life and made greatness out of them. And for black people, for us as a race to go through the things that we did and we're still here today, be empowered and know that you matter and that you are enough and that you are leaders. And we need to utilize that by uniting and reteaching the world. Help them unlearn these bad concepts that they have learned, such as racism, such as colorism. Our ancestors are counting on us. We have to send that message of love. God is counting on you. You are God's people. It's time for y'all to wake up. Stop being lazy. Go back to the right church. Get the right message. You're feeling empty because you are spiritual people. Your foundation is God, his word. 
even before you could read, even before people could read, God is the foundation of the black race. God bless you all. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of In the Valley of the Trees. I am your host, Jay Marie, and this is my podcast, Jay Marie Speaks. Until next time, have a wonderful day.